It's exactly so good to connect to every one of you and to thank God for the opportunity to join this altar that you guys have so beautifully set up and everyone connecting. And today we're in day six, so it's beautiful. Just want to, just want to thank God for today. Just to celebrate all of you guys also for your favor and the spiritual fire, which God is birthing from this altar and to connect with all of you guys too. So um, the topic is a clear sound, like clarity. And as I milled on this, the first thing um, I, I got was actually about how the word of God can just become a muffled sound. The word of God can become something that people are not really clear about. Our faith is not so clear. And a lot of scriptures began to come to me. First one is how sometimes because of what we want, we try to reduce the word of God to sound like what we want, you know. Try to reduce the word of God to be like our desires. Try to reduce the word of God to sound like us. So that's the first one. And I want us to read um, Jeremiah chapter five. Let's start this morning from Jeremiah chapter five, from verse, let's see, verse uh, 20. Let's start from verse 26 to the end. Among my people are wicked men who lie in wait for victims, like a hunter hiding in a blind. They continually set traps to catch people, like a cage filled with birds. Their homes are filled with evil plots. And now they are great and rich. They are fat and sleek, and there's no limit to their wicked deeds. They refuse to provide justice to orphans and deny the rights of the poor. Should I not punish them for this, says the Lord? Should I not avenge myself against such a nation? A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. The prophets give false prophecies and the priests rules with an iron hand. What's yet? My people love it that way. But when, but what will you do when the end comes? What will you do when I, God, stands up to put an end to injustice? Many times Christians have been known to be the people who fight for injustice the least. In our quest to say, let there be peace, let there be peace, we give an uncertain sound about the God of justice. God must punish disobedience. God must crush rebellion. God must quell the voices of those who do evil. And unfortunately, the prophets side with the evildoers, the, and the people love it so. Many of our prophecies are directed at God blessing even evildoers. And I'm, I am sure that God is a God of mercy, and God remembers that. God remembers to give mercy to everyone. But at some point in time, our trumpet sound becomes uncertain because we do not know that we're supposed to herald justice and righteousness. We're supposed to declare what God is declaring. So many of the liberties of the people of the earth is actually something that God had originated. So many of the liberties of the people of earth has been something God has declared. But after a while, God's people begin to blow an uncertain sound. And as a result, people begin to respond very poorly. For example, let me say something. Do you know that feminism started by 200 women gathering in a church in 1848? 
200 women gathered in a church to say that it is time for women to be given the right to vote. It's time for women to have a say in, in how giving birth happens. But now, yeah, now that was the first wave of feminism. There's a second wave, the third wave, and the fourth wave. And at the fourth wave of feminism, what everybody's talking about is trans feminism. It's totally far away from what the church, those holy women, 200 women, sat down to imagine had been taken over. Now, it is now clear that it, this is not what God intended for women's liberties to look like anymore. So we journey away from the ideal which God designed, and then we become uncertain. The prophets begin to prophesy lies. People begin to say, this is what the Lord has said. This is what the Lord has said. When God has not said it, and other people just love it. So this morning, I want us to pray for the God of justice, the God of righteousness, the God of clarity, the one who draws a clear sound between what the devil is saying and what God is saying. Because at some point in time, we grow into a people who begin to love the prophetic and love the prophetic so much, but we forget that what God wants to do is to clearly declare, I am the God of freedom. I am the God of liberty. I'm the God who can bring change in the earth. I'm the God who can bring righteousness among my people. So this morning, let's ask for the grace of God that brings clarity in the world, that brings the life of God and the power of God into a reality in the world of people. That's the first thing I want us to pray, that God will cut down liars in his name, that God will remove false prophets, that God will that God will take out everyone who says, the Lord says, the Lord says, and this is not what the Lord is saying. And that lying spirit will, will begin to actually hate what God hates and love what God loves, because this is the true mark of of a reform season, that a clear sound goes forth from the presence of God and God backs his word. So Lord, we pray this morning and begin to ask oh God for clarity of vision, for sons who hear you, for daughters who obey your word, for the grace to understand what you are doing, what you're saying, for the power to stand with you, for the authority to stand in the fullness of what you are saying and what you are doing, oh God. So this morning, oh God, we pray that eternal life will reach our hearts, oh God, and we ask, oh God, that your spirit will fill our world, oh God. Father, we ask for the reign of justice. Father, we ask for the reign of righteousness. Father, we ask that you cut down the workers of evil, the ones who oppress a nation, the ones who avenge the blood of wickedness, Lord God, I avenge the blood of wickedness on the backs of the on the back of the mighty, O oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask, O oh God, that you take on the prophets who give false prophecies. You take on this priest who rule with an iron hand, O oh God, who do not give love to your people, O oh God. And how injustice have, have fallen on the streets and how the prophets have prophesied lies and people love him so. How people love the lies and hate the words. Sons and daughters, give clarity to your men and women, O God. Let the sound of God to your sons throughout the earth. Let people hear you clearly. Let the voice of God be distinct from the voice of confusion. Let the voice of God be clear. Let the voice of God be clear in the name of Jesus Christ so that justice will run, so that righteousness will fill the street, so that people will hear your word and connect to your Thank you, Sean. Oh, okay. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, amen. release prophetic utterance, release true prophetic grace.
In the Amen. name of Jesus Christ, release through prophetic utterance, oh God. Amen. Let this be the time when real men, yeah, real men come out. Let the word of God be clear. Let the Amen. demand of God be clear. Let the Amen. voice of God be bright and clear and legible, oh God. Let Amen. this be the time when the sound of the spirit is clear. We thank Amen. you, oh Lord, oh God, and we worship you in the name Amen. of Jesus.
Sometimes we are fighting for a roof over every head. Sometimes our fight is United Nations rights. <laughs> These things have been given to man, but man has not improved because of UN terms and conditions. Man everywhere still needs God. Let's make it clear that our sound is for God to fill the earth. Our sound is not for more food in the earth. Our sound is not for more shelter in the earth. Our sound is for a lost man to find God. Our sound is for a lost generation to find God. Our sound is for the glory of God to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Our sound is not just for some rice and stew and, and chicken to fill the earth. No, that's not our sound. Jesus came in the time when the Romans ruled and Jesus did nothing about the Roman government. He didn't touch that government. He didn't say anything to them. He lived every day with the Romans coming in and oppressing the people. He didn't care about that. I'm not saying he didn't care, but that was not his primary focus. He knew that what man needed was deeper than the Romans. So if the trumpet makes an unclear sound, who will prepare for war? If we don't know what our Christianity is about, then who will be ready to cut down the works of darkness? Our job, number one, is to bring redemption in the earth. Redemption is our job. Jesus came and his message was clear. I've come to set the captives free. John the Baptist was crying, oh, there are sinners there, there are broken people there, there are wicked people come to God, prepare the way. When Jesus came, he told the woman at the well, I have water. <laughs> he said, I have water to give to you. That when you drink this water, this is eternal life. Jesus' sound was clear. I have come to give what is missing. I have come stood and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father by me. His sound was clear. What he said, his message was alive. It was real. And our message should be like that. Leadership is great. Leading other people is good. But that's not our primary message. Our primary message is redemption, that man created in the image and the likeness of God is fallen. Prosperity is good, but that's not our primary message. The, the disciples of old came with one message. This Jesus Christ is the redeemer of the earth and man's condition will be broken through in the power of the message of the redeemer. Don't make an uncertain sound. Let our sound be clear. Let our sound be clear. Jesus said in John chapter 4, if you knew the gift of God and who it is, who asked you for a drink of water, you will ask him and he will give you. Like Jesus was like, how can I dig around you? How can I give you what is missing? How can I pour water of life into your life? How can I reach out into your heart? And so I want us to pray and ask God to change the sound of the church. Let's ask God to raise a clarion towards redemption in the church. Let's ask God for the church to be like Jesus Christ, to say what Jesus is saying, to run after what Jesus is running after. The Bible says, the whole of heaven rejoice over one sinner that is saved. I don't think that's what happens in our churches. What gives us the biggest clap for testimonies is when somebody gets a million dollars, is when somebody gets a job, is when somebody gets an influential position in the city, is when we win. We win. The, the, the church is right after winning like the world is right after winning. Like There's nothing against winning. I have nothing against winning. Children of God should win. But guess what? Of what use is winning with men and losing in eternity? What shall it profit a man to get the whole world and lose his soul? After a while, we started seeing the shift away from what God wants into what we want to be in the world. Shame if all our hope is all in this world. A clear sound is the message of redemption. A man created in the image and the likeness of God is lost. And God has come to redeem. 
this morning, let that be our heart cry. Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him who called me and to finish his work. It's this in John 4. It says, what gives me pleasure? What makes my blood boil? What makes me excited? What gets me up in the morning? What causes me pain is to do the will of him who called me and to finish his work. Let's cry out for redemption today. Let's say, God, that which you intended for man is what we want. God, what you want to give to mankind is what we desire. Let's all unmute our mic this morning and let's pray at this point. Father, thank you because you remember us always. Thank yes, you, oh God. God. Because when you have the time and the world. So Lord God, we ask you to We ask that you redirect us from the inside, from all the things we focus our lives on, on earth. That when you save us, you save us as a righteous company to go out and save others. But now we turn to image of God into something else when we run after all other agendas apart from what you want. Father, you want all six, all seven billion people who Father, you create your image and your likeness. Father, you want to reach the utmost parts of the earth. Father, you want the lost sinner in our country, in our city, in our community, in our city. Father, you want the lost to come back home. You came to redeem and save the lost. The son of man came to seek and to save the lost. This is the clear sound you are giving over. And we look back on that sound, the original sound, the pure gospel, oh God. We come back to the pure gospel of Christ, oh God. We come back to the unmuffled gospel of Christ, oh God. That Christ, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, oh God. So Lord, we desire spiritual gifts, but much more we desire to raise an army for this eternal time. In the name of Jesus Christ, Maru Mashai, Yes, Lord. Fill the world with the sound of redemption. Fill the world with the sound of redemption. 
Lately, God has been speaking to me personally about the ministry of Jesus Christ, the ministry of Moses, the ministry of Elijah, and the ministry of Jesus Christ. And lately, God has been speaking to me about these three ministries. The ministry of Moses was very clear. Raised for me the kingdom of priests. And in Exodus 19 and 20, we read it how Moses brought the people to Sinai to meet with their God. But as the people got to Sinai, fear caught their heart. They felt like, oh my God, God is limited. God is limited. God will not allow us to do what we like to do. They felt like God was an inhibition. And they said, Moses, this thunder and lightning, we're not ready for that business. Moses, you go and talk to God. And whatever God says, we will do. And this thing broke the heart of God. The ministry of Moses then became standing between God and the people. What God intended, you read it in Exodus 19. I want a kingdom of priests. I want a nation of priests. What God intended was to have a whole nation of people who were going to be his people. But what they did was to put Moses between themselves and God. So the entire ministry of Moses now became rising and falling. The people will complain, Moses will answer them. The people will pray, Moses will answer them. The entire ministry of Moses became something about the rising and the falling of a people who were supposed to be the people of God. And Moses standing in their, in their behalf, pleading. And the Bible ended by saying, the children of God, Israel knew the acts of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. Moses knew the ways of God. Moses had the clarity. What was the difference? Moses attuned his ears to God. The people attuned their ears to news and social media and the gossip of the day and what the people were saying. So the people constantly offended God. That was the ministry of Moses. Let me show you what God intended for Moses to do. God wanted a holy nation led by God. So even in the wilderness, God gave Moses health conditions, sanitation conditions, yet Time is too short. I can't show you in the Bible what God intended to, how God intended to build a nation, how God intended to build a nation through the children of Israel. God wanted to be among them. God wanted to show them what it's like to have a, a God whose God is a nation, whose God is the Lord. So all the nations of the earth will say, wow, 
This is what it looks like for God to be in the nation. We want to go to the God of Israel so that he will show, so that we want to go to the Israel so they can take us to their God and show us what it looks like to worship God. That's what God wanted. And the children of Israel will now be a nation of priests ministering to all the nations of the world and leading them back to God. This is what God intended from the time of Moses. That's not what God got. What God got was people who walk away from God. When Moses goes to the mountain, Aaron will raise a golden calf. It will be dancing to the calf. And Aaron will be drunk and all the prophets will be drunk. That's what the people really want. They say that God's terms and conditions are too hard. What God wants us to do is too stringent. The laws of God is too difficult. God was trying to make a nation of them. They were asking for cucumber and leeks and garlics. As much as that sounds preposterous, we're still doing it today. Many of us do not want direct access to God. We want people to stand in between us and God. We want the muffled sound. We want the secondhand revelation of what other people are saying about God. We don't go to God. This morning, I want to invite you into the journey of going into God directly. Go to God. Go to God. The clear sound is actually about us hearing. Because if you don't hear, you cannot run. If you don't hear, you cannot run. I think Zabakuk chapter 2 says, write the vision, make it plain, and he may run who reads it. Write the herald, write the command, that it will be very clear when we read it, to run into God. That was the ministry of Moses. Moses spent his entire days begging the people to come and experience God. He says, prepare yourself on the third day when Moses even came back from the mountaintop, his face was full of glory. Guess what the people did? They made a covering for his face. They actually sewed a cloth for his face. Moses, your face is shining too much. Moses, your light is too bright. Moses, let's dim your light. Moses, the things you are saying, we can't do it. Most of the things you are doing is too much. The brightness of God is too much. Let's hide in a dark place. You know we're not perfected yet. You know God is still working on all of us. How many of you are perfect? Raise up your hands. Let's cast a demon of light. That's what pastors, even pastors say. Like, let's reduce the light of the church. This is not the will of God. Let's grow into perfection. Let's rise up into manhood. Let's grow into sonship. Rise up, guys. Desire it this morning. Let the hunger seize your spirit to hear the voice of God directly. Let the hunger fill your heart to hear the clarion from the spiritual place. Father, we desire, we speak a hunger into our hearts to hear you clearly, to know your heart, to know your ways, to receive holy instruction. We desire oh God, that we may walk in the spirit. We desire oh God to be led of the Holy Spirit. We desire oh God to run with you oh God. That's our heart cry and our holy desire. Oh God fill us with that desire oh God. Fill us with your holy desire. To rise like a holy people into the place where you Fill us with your holy desire, O God.
by Jesus Christ, the new and the living way, I come in. I come boldly before the throne. My prayer this morning is to find the secret place. My prayer this morning is to find the holy place. Is to find the holy of holies. Is to eat the is to eat the shoe bread. Is to stand with the priest who offer righteousness. Is to be taken by the power of God into His holiest place. Take me into the deep. Pray that prayer. Take me past the casual. Take me past the mundane. Take me past the empty. Take me past the place where people don't know whether God is real or not. My God, take me into the deep where you are designing nations, where you are plotting the agenda for the future, where you are writing the laws for 2050, where you are designing the, the world of my children. Take me into the future of God. Take me past the people who are arguing about what is right and wrong and take me to the place where your glory operates for those who go to the sea in ships, who do business on high seas. It is they who see mighty acts of God, his wonders in the deep. So ask God for his wonders in the deep. Take me into the deep. Take me into the deep. <laughs> Take me into the deep, oh God. Take me past the deep. Take me past the externals, oh God. Take me past the outer court. Take me past the outer court. Take me past the holy place. Take me into the holy of holies. Let me hear holy conversations. Let me hear what you're doing in my generation, in my time, in the future. Take me on this journey of quest with you. Take me on this eternal desire that your that your words, your commands, your decrees will be clear with to me. Thank you, Lord God. Take me on this journey.
the presence of God. Who has the ark of God now? Say, I have the ark. Say it to yourself. I have the ark. I have the ark. And when the ark sets out, Moses cried out, Arise, O Lord, let your enemies be scattered. A shout goes along with the people of God. A shout goes along with the holy people of God. A cry goes along wherever we go. And the cry goes, the person of God is coming. Every negative, bow. Every evil, bow. The man of God is coming. Every evil, bow. The woman of God is coming. Every evil, bow. And when God led them, he said, touch not my anointed. It was the entire nation of Israel he called his anointed. That's tell you what God had in mind versus what the people had in mind was different. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. He wasn't talking this about the pastors. He was talking about the nation of Israel. As they journeyed through the nation, God says, this entire nation is mine. Don't touch my anointed nation and don't do my prophets any harm. This word is for you. The command of God goes with the person who stays in God, who carries the ark. As you go through life, a decree goes out. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Arise, O God, let your enemies be scattered. Arise, O God, let your enemies be scattered. Let them, let those who hate you flee before you. Drive away the enemies. Arise, O oh God. Let your enemies be scattered. Who can carry that presence? Who can carry that power? This morning, many people are praying for God to be their God. Many people are praying for more breakthrough, for more houses, for more lands, for more cars. But all you need to do is honestly abide in God. As you abide in God and carry the ark wherever you go, the ark of the presence of God goes with you, and that ark begins to speak over you. So you don't even need to pray about the, the enemies. What you need to pray is actually pray that you carry the ark. Carry the ark this morning. Carry the holy ark. Don't just connect this call and mute and stay all true to hear what others are saying. Maybe your voice needs to say, God, I want the ark. Maybe, maybe you need to unmute your mic and say, God, I want to carry the ark. Give me the deposit of your rain. Give me this prayer rain. Let the rain come upon me. Let me carry you. That the voice of God will ring ahead of you and say, Arise, O oh God, let your enemies be scattered. <laughs> we delight ourselves in you. We rejoice in you. We carry your presence. We carry your oil. We carry your ark, O God. Yes, the sound of your spirit, the sound of your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.